Welcome to Witch Ways Folklore and Fairy Tales. I'm your host, Elise, and this is the legend of the Berkeley Witch. The teller of this story has just finished their previous tale and continues thus. At the same time, something similar occurred in England, not by divine miracle, but by infernal craft, which when I shall have related, the credit of the narrative will not be shaken, though the minds of the hearers should be incredulous. For I have heard it from a man of such character, who swore he had seen it, that I should blush to disbelieve. There resided at Berkeley a woman addicted to witchcraft, as it afterwards appeared, and skilled in ancient augury, she was excessively gluttonous, perfectly lascivious, setting no bounds to her debaucheries, as she was not old, though fast declining in life. On a certain day, as she was regaling, a jackdaw, which was a very great favourite, chattered a little more loudly than usual. On hearing which the woman's knife fell from her hand, her countenance grew pale and deeply groaning. This day, said she, my plough has completed its last furrow. Today I shall hear of and suffer some dreadful calamity. While yet speaking, the messenger of her misfortunes arrived and being asked why he approached with so distressed an air. I bring news, said he, from the village, naming the place, of the death of your son and of the whole family by a sudden accident. At this intelligence, the woman, sorely afflicted, immediately took to her bed, and perceiving the disorder rapidly approaching the vitals, she summoned her surviving children, a monk and a nun, by hasty letters, and when they arrived, with faltering voice, addressed them thus. Formerly, my children, I constantly administered to my wretched circumstances by demoniacal arts. I have been the sink of every vice, the teacher of every allurement. Yet while practicing these crimes, I was accustomed to soothe my hapless soul with the hope of your piety. Despairing of myself, I rested my expectations on you. I advanced you as my defenders against evil spirits, my safeguards against my strongest foes. Now, since I have approached the end of my life and shall have those eager to punish who lured me to sin, I entreat you by your mother's breasts if you have any regard, any affection, at least to endeavour to alleviate my torments. And, although you cannot revoke the sentence already passed upon my soul, yet you may, perhaps, rescue my body. By these means, sew up my corpse in the skin of a stag, lay it on its back in a stone coffin, fasten down the lid with lead and iron. On this lay a stone, bound round with three iron chains of enormous weight, let there be psalms sung for fifty nights, and masses said for an equal number of days, to allay the ferocious attackers of my adversaries. If I lie thus secure for three nights, on the fourth day bury your mother in the ground. 
although I fear lest the earth which has been so often burdened with my crimes should refuse to receive and cherish me in her bosom. They did their utmost to comply with her injunctions, but alas, vain were pious tears, vows or entreaties. So great was the woman's guilt, so great the devil's violence. For on the first two nights, while the choir of priests was singing psalms around the body, the devils, one by one, with the utmost ease, bursting open the door of the church, though closed with an immense bolt, broke asunder the two outer chains. The middle one being more laboriously wrought, remained entire. On the third night, about Cockcrow, the whole monastery seemed to be overthrown from its very foundation by the clamour of the approaching enemy. One devil, more terrible in appearance than the rest, and of loftier stature, broke the gates to shivers by the violence of his attack. The priests grew motionless with fear, their hair stood on end, and they became speechless. He proceeded, as it appeared, with haughty step towards the coffin, and calling on the woman by name commanded her to rise she replying that she could not on account of the chains. You shall be loosed, said he, and to your cost. And directly he broke the chain, which had mocked the ferocity of the others, with as little exertion as though it had been made of flax. He also beat down the cover of the coffin with his foot, and taking her by the hand, before them all, he dragged her out of the church. At the doors appeared a black horse, proudly neighing, with iron hooks projecting over his whole back, on which the wretched creature was placed, and immediately, with the whole party, vanished from the eyes of the beholders. Her pitiable cries, however, for assistance, were heard for nearly the space of four miles. This tale is believed to come from the chronicles of the English historian William of Malmesbury from the late 11th century or early 12th century. And the publication I'm reading from was released in 1866. This tale inspired The Chained Coffin, a Hellboy comic by Mike Mignola, wherein Hellboy's mother suffers the same fate as the Witch of Berkeley. What are some of your favourite witchy folklore and fairy tales? Let me know in the comments if you are listening on YouTube or reach out on my Instagram at witchwayofficial and you may hear them here on which ways folklore and fairy tales. <laughs>